just checking in, seeing how you're doing today, and just seeing if you might want to take a little break, step away from the noise of the world for just a moment, and connect back with you. If so, let's take a deep breath in, and breathe out, and let it all settle. I'm your host, Michael Gallion, and this is Letting It Settle. It's Michael, and I just wanted to take a moment of your time to tell you about Letting It Settle Plus, your way to unlock more content each week. By subscribing on Apple Podcasts, you gain access to extras, including weekly 30-minute guided meditations, sleep meditations, visualizations, and a monthly mailbag episode where I answer questions from listeners like you. Subscribers will also be able to listen to all Letting It Settle episodes uninterrupted with no ads. So, make more time for you and subscribe to Letting It Settle Plus on Apple Podcasts today. Check it out in the link in the episode notes for more information, and I will see you there. Now before we begin, I just want to give you a nice little gentle reminder that your mere existence is enough. Who you are right now, in this moment, is enough. And knowing that and owning the fact does not take away your ability to grow and achieve. It simply allows you the grace to know that it is not a requirement to give so much of yourself to the point of losing yourself just to feel worthy. You are worthy just by being you. For this week's episode, I'm diving into coaching mode and bringing you along into session with a client of mine. During our work together, you'll get to listen as she navigates through something that most of us face at some point in our lives, starting a new job and trying to show up fully as your best self without falling into the trap of needing to prove yourself and taking on extra responsibilities that inevitably lead you burnt out and resentful. There's a common theme I think many of you will relate to where she feels the need to be a superhero, taking on the work of 15 employees in order to be worthy and accepted in the workplace. I'm excited for you to hear her strength and vulnerability as she prepares herself for the big day and uncovers skills and tools that she already possesses in order to create boundaries for herself that will allow for her to show up as the amazing employee that she is but not push herself to the point of losing herself. Before we head into the coaching session, I want to take a moment to introduce you all to this amazing woman who I'll be coaching today and have had the pleasure of working with over the last year. She initially came to me to work through some intense feelings of stress and overwhelm at work. She was working as an IT professional, and although she was receiving endless praise and promotions for her performance, She was dealing with burnout and anxiety around not feeling worthy of that praise. As often happens, we quickly uncovered that there were patterns of behavior that not only showed up at work, but also at home. And many of them stemmed from this consistent feeling of unworthiness and a feeling that in order to be accepted, she needed to be extraordinary and pushed herself to be everything to everyone. 
Our work quickly changed gears after she was rushed to the hospital one night and had to undergo major surgery that instantly left her unable to work for several months. This huge shift in her life became the focus of our coaching, and this forced time away from work gave her time to direct her attention to the healing journey, both physically and emotionally. I'm always amazed at the resilience and grit of my clients in the face of difficult things, but seeing this all play out in real time was truly an honor for me to see. After months of working to find her confidence, own her worthiness, and uncover unconscious patterns of behavior that had been causing her stress and anxiety, she received a great new job opportunity that would require her to move away from IT and into a totally different field. With her physical health improving and her confidence growing each day, she decided to move forward and accept the offer and put all of that hard work and growth into action. At the time of the session, she was preparing to start work the next day and came in with a heightened sense of anxiety and fear that she would slip back into old patterns of behavior and start to overextend herself and end up where she was several months ago. As a coach, my goal is to simply provide space for my clients to work through their specific issues and lean in with questions that may help open them up to unnoticed insights or knowledge that they possess. I'm a firm believer that there is a beauty and brilliance in each of us that will guide us through each situation, and sometimes we just need someone to be there to remind us that it's there. I hope you enjoy listening in on the session, and I hope you can resonate with the beautiful work that she does in setting herself up for a calm and confident first day of work. Thank you for joining me today. I'm really excited that we get to spend, of course, I'm excited we get to spend this time together. So for the purpose of today, I want to know what is it that you're hoping to talk about today? I'm going to start a new job tomorrow, and I really want to make a good impression, but I don't want to go overboard and really lose myself um, with volunteering for everything. Got it. And then I still want to be able to stay centered and calm amidst a busy work schedule. Got it. So figuring out how to handle the challenges of a new new job And although I know that you tend to be an overachiever and put all of yourself into everything that you do, making sure that you're still taking care of you and making sure that throughout all of this, you're able to stay centered. Yeah, pretty much. So knowing that we're not going to solve the world's problems today, what do you think by the end of our time together, what is some bit of clarity or guidance or some connection that you're hoping to find by the end of our session? I think clarity on like that I can do this moving forward into this week and guidance into like just some tools as to how to achieve, you know, little goals, you know, not going too far and still finding the peace and clarity through the week. Awesome. And how are you going to know that you've been able to, to get there by the end of our session? Is it going to be a knowing? Are you going to say, ah, I have all these tools now? What is it going to be? (laughs) 
I think it'll be more at the end of the week. But uh, no, at the end of the session, really just knowing like, okay, I've got these tools and I may not be perfect, but this is something that I can use. And going forward, you know, just use that and give myself grace as to, you know, if I don't get it all right the first week, that's okay. Yeah, I love that. And then why do you think this is important to you? I've had so many times of working jobs where I just give 150% and I just go, go, go. And I've seen what it does to my body and what it does to me mentally. And I don't want to go back to that point. Got it. So it really sounds like this is a new start here. And knowing that in the past, you've had times where it hasn't worked out in your favor or you've given too much of yourself. And this is really a new try at really staying centered and showing up as you always do, but being able to do so in a way that's also taking care of you. Yes. So when you think about tomorrow and you think about starting this new job, what is standing in your way between you being able to show up authentically and be the amazing person that you are, but still make sure that you're not losing yourself? Past behavioral patterns and uh, just... I know how I get the second I get in. Okay, hey, let me take care of X, Y, Z. Oh, you're behind. Okay, let me get you caught up all the way to the end of the year in one day. And, you know, um, just those past patterns. I know me. I know what, what I do. I know what I like to do. Yeah. And so that fear of slipping back into those old patterns. So it's really showing up and proving yourself and trying to yeah. make everybody see how wonderful you are. I want them to know that they didn't make a mistake hiring me and that I'm worth Mm. the wage and I'm worth working there. I would love to hear more about that feeling of worthiness. A lot of that's uh, come from just my past, just not feeling worthy, people telling me I'm not worthy. Jobs, oh, you know, okay, you, you do this, but you don't do this, this, and this too, and we really need you to step it up. So it's been my home life and my work life and my school life. Um, everyone just kind of telling me that I'm not enough and I don't do enough. So now I've kind of made it my life's effort to uh, do the job of 15 employees, you know, or 15 people around, you know, or whoever I'm around. So somewhere along the line, you learned that in order for you to feel worthy and to be seen as worthy in the, the eyes of others, it requires you to do 15 times as much work as anyone else. Yeah, pretty much. How has that affected you in other jobs? Um, it's exhausting. It makes it to where some other jobs haven't been doable for me because the normal workload would be fine and it would be doable. But feeling that I have to go above and beyond and do my job and everybody else's job um, it's put me in burnout mode and made really, really like regret the job and regret the people that I work for. And, you know, it's affected myself, of course. Yeah. <clears throat> Which I'm sure doesn't make the job as exciting or fun as it could be. Right. Because you're always just putting so much of yourself, doing everyone else's job. And then at the end of the day, you end up burnt out. And it sounds like you're putting yourself at risk in order to prove that worthiness. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
In those moments in the past when you've had those feelings where you felt like you were heading towards burnout or you felt like you were moving in a direction where you were taking on too much, what were the feelings that were present there? Exhaustion, um, frustration, um, some anger, you know, anger towards myself and towards my boss, feeling like, oh, why are you putting so much on me even though I know I'm putting it on myself? Um, and then not really knowing how to, how to get over that, you know, not knowing like how to, how to keep moving forward because everybody knows that I do so much work. So I couldn't really just feeling like I was stuck, I guess, feeling like I couldn't take a step back. Yeah. So it sounds like you are, you're creating this version of yourself. You're showing up as this extraordinary employee who can do anything And then when it starts to feel like you can't, it's almost like you've gotten too far into it. And there's this, would you say there's an embarrassment there if you have to actually step back and take care of yourself? There is. And usually at that point, um, I don't like showing weakness. Hmm. So for me, it's more, um, I'd rather quit and blame it on something else than... Show and embe- like show weakness and say, "Oh, I can't actually do all this." What's an example of weakness? Showing someone that I can't be everything that I set myself up to be. Um, mm. Of course, I mean I consider crying a weakness, but I don't. I wouldn't do that in the workplace anyway. But just showing that I'm less than that I'm less than like a superhero. Basically, I can be embarrassed in my own time. I can be like weak in my own time, in my own room, but around everybody else, I have to be up at a certain level. It's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. It's a lot to lot to live up to in order to just feel like you're worthy of keeping the job that you're in. If you were to go into this new job and continue to show up using those patterns of behavior that you've had in the past, what do you think would happen? I really just wouldn't see it lasting long. Um, It'd be like everything else. Eventually, I'd end up to that state of exhaustion and frustration. And I think now knowing, like realizing what I'm doing and knowing that that's what I'm doing, I think that that might come earlier than it has in the past. Yeah. Yeah, It's a funny thing when you get the conscious awareness of how you show up in the world you start to recognize those patterns a little bit earlier. And so this really sounds like a time for you to step into something in a totally different way, to really show up, and to really feel that worthiness going in. That's my hope. That you are worthy of having this job, that you are worthy of keeping this job, not because you are a superhero, but because of who you are. How does that resonate with you? It's almost like a, a battle because I want to believe that and be like, yeah, I feel, that sounds so great. And I'm like, yes, this is what I really want. But then there's still that, you know, past behavior part of me that's like, oh, no, no. Like you have to be to this level still. Like you still have to reach those goals. But it really sounds, I mean, it sounds achievable And it sounds like something that I would really want going into this new stage of my life. 
Yeah. And it's remembering that you're rewiring decades of learned behavior and patterns, probably since you were a little girl, mm-hmm. being told that in order for you to, to earn the things that you want, you have to prove yourself. And so having somebody tell you that you're worthy without any of that, it's understandable that that would be kind of falling on deaf ears. But it also sounds like you see the value of it and you see the longevity of the career that you could be having and the ability to show up and utilize all the skills that you have while still taking care of yourself and being able to show up at work and be the amazing employee that you are and also be showing up in life in that same way. What do you think it would take to get you there? I think it's going to take practice. Um, I, I, mean, I can't expect myself to undo however many decades of, you know, training that my mind has had. Um, but again, I think it is having those tools of, okay, you know, just like some guidelines of things that I can put into practice and maybe take into account at the end of the day, how did I do in these areas? I love that. So setting yourself up for success, having the tools that you're going to rely on, having the awareness that this is a pattern of behavior that may continue to show up. It would be unrealistic for you to think that you're just going to show up and put in the bare minimum and walk out and feel good about yourself. So being able to have that understanding that this this might happen, you might start to push yourself a little bit too hard, but having that awareness to be able to say, okay, this is what's happening. We've entered that zone and I'm going to consciously choose not to go there. And that's where the tools and the skills to bring you back to center is going to be even more than necessary. So currently, what are the tools that you have that could potentially help you with this? Uh, Doing like an emotional check-in. Okay. And uh, realizing where I am, um, where my mindset is, you know, what stories am I telling myself as far as my performance. I love that. Tell me, tell me a little bit more about the emotional check-in and how that would look in real time. So, well, I mean, that's kind of the tricky part too, because right now with all the free time I've had, it's like every two hours I've got myself an alarm set to check in on myself. Just, you know, how am I doing? You know, it doesn't take long, just a couple of minutes, but how am I doing emotionally? Where am I at? Uh, do I need to stop and just breathe? Mm. Taking those those moments to just do a deep breath really helps center me and calm me down if I'm getting too worked up over something or if my mind's trying to spin stories on things. Um, so, But now having this intense work schedule is finding that time to still do that um, without compromising my workflow. Yeah. Yeah. And that's been hugely successful for you to be able to have those those check-ins. And I, I think you even have it in your calendar yeah. with an alarm that goes off to tell you that you need to check in with yourself. And so being able to take that with the luxury of time that you've had, that seems like it's been easy, but putting it into the rigors of a work schedule and figuring out how to do that. 
So if it's keeping that in place, which is going to be beneficial for you, and you know that's going to be beneficial, what is, if maybe not every two hours, that may not be possible, what is another period of time that you feel like could be feasible given your new schedule? Uh, So of course, without being there, uh, you know, having stepped into the workplace yet, I don't really know for sure, but I know... I think it's going to be really crucial, like right before I go into the workplace each morning, to take that time to to center myself. So I'm going in with a clear mind and with calmer emotions. And then at the end of the day, for sure, and then maybe just whatever break periods I have, taking those times as well. So it may go down to three times a day or four times a day. Okay. So just prioritizing that within your schedule and not trying to get upset with yourself or not being mad because you couldn't do it 10 times throughout the day, but just knowing you can do as much as you can. And the important thing is just to be able to assess where you are, to be able to say, okay, in this moment, this is how I'm feeling emotionally. And this is how I'm feeling physically. This is, if there's any spiritual connection, that's how I'm feeling right now. And then from there, you really get to assess your needs and figure out okay, if my goal is to show up and be able to still be the amazing employee that I want to be, but also to respect my boundaries, to take care of myself, and to leave at the end of the day without feeling that burnt out, stressed out pressure that leads to resentment, then I'm in a good place. So that sounds like a beautiful tool. What other tools do you have at your disposal? I do have a uh, small group of a couple of ladies that I've met that I could reach out to, you know, kind of ask them for just to keep me in their thoughts and their prayers, reaching out to them. And, uh, you know, I was even thinking at the beginning, having a conversation with the, with the managers and the owners about what, what they really expect. So instead of going into the job with the mindset of what I expect from me. It's kind of what do they expect from that position to have a different thought process on it. So instead of going in and saying, I'm going to prove myself and make you know how good I am, saying, what do you need from me? What exactly can I do in order for you to to see me as the valuable employee that I am? And that way you have you have a guideline. Definitely. Mm -hmm. It's not just you guessing what it's going to take in order for you to be worthy. Because with most people, your concept and perception of what it's going to take in order for you to be seen as worthy is probably a little bit far off from what their concept is going to be. So I think that's beautiful. That's a great way. And then relying on the support of your community, being able to have that small group there. And that takes vulnerability right there. To be able to say, hey, I'm starting this new job. I'm a little bit nervous that I'm going to be pushing myself. Would you mind checking in on me? There's a lot of vulnerability going into this next week. It is, yeah. In those moments where you feel like you are required to be vulnerable, which I know you've said is really tough for you, is there a specific word or phrase that you feel like you could create that would be a reminder that that vulnerability is okay. I think, I mean, I've just briefly walked into it starting last week, um, being a little bit more vulnerable 
And I think what I keep telling myself is um, that I'm safe and that it's okay to let just a little bit of myself show. Hmm. What would that look like going into this new job to be able to let that little bit of yourself show? On the work front, showing them that I'm dedicated, but not overly dedicated. Um, Mm -hmm. And then with my small group of peers, opening up a little bit more and maybe even asking them to, you know, meet up for coffee or something once a week or, you know, just being able to talk to them and express how I'm feeling and how I'm doing and uh, being open about that without the fear of being judged. Yeah. Because what would they judge you on? Being human. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but uh, yeah, that's that's kind of my fear is uh, showing my my human side. I'm I'm, I'm Superwoman, you know. I I can't show that that I'm vulnerable and weak and that I have feelings and. Yeah, but again, my favorite question: Why does it make perfect sense that that's what you believe? Why does it make perfect sense? that being human is not enough. Because of everything I've been taught and told ever since I can remember. Yeah. So it makes sense that that's going to be what's going to go through your head. And it's that conscious awareness of that, that pattern behavior, which is formed from years and years of, of learned behavior, taught from other people, of yourself reinforcing that, And now's your time where you get to make the conscious choice to replace that with something else. And it sounds like that understanding that who you are is enough without any accolades, without any proving of yourself. Being superwoman is not a requirement. How ready are you to start to have that be your new mantra as you walk through life? I'm definitely ready. Uh, it's, it's too tiring to live life the other way. <laughs> yeah. And you've seen the, you've, you've seen the consequences. Mm-hmm. You've seen that. You've tapped into that anger and that resentment that comes. And then that beating yourself up for being angry. Yeah. And that doesn't seem like a sustainable way of being. No, it's uh, it's time for a new change all around. I like this. Well, good. Well, it sounds like you've got some good skills and tools that you already have. Making sure you're doing the emotional check-ins and setting those within your calendar. Being able to reach out to other people. Being able to show that vulnerability. Having that, that conversation with your bosses at the beginning and really setting those expectations so that you know how to show up and what's expected of you without you putting that on yourself. And then just leaning, continuing to lean into that support from others in your life. With all of those skills that you have, and that's not even, those were just things that you already had. How does that feel or how does that shift your perception of what's going to happen when you go into work? Um, I feel stronger. I feel more secure. felt like not feeling so just, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? You know, how is this going to work? 
Yeah, just feeling a little bit more like, okay, I can do this, you know, one step at a time. And you can do it. You get to be a superhero for yourself as well, not just for everyone else in your life, not just to prove your worth, but you get to be that person who goes into work, does an amazing job, shows up as much as you can, and then you get to leave and take care of yourself and take care of your family and have this entire beautiful life. That's the dream. (laughs) That's the dream. So as we go in, would you be open to doing a little bit of a, a exploration of meditation to kind of come up with, I think it would be nice for you to have something, a mantra or a phrase that you can continue to remind yourself in those moments where you start to feel yourself pushing. And just that's going to be a phrase or something that you can use to return you back to center. Would you be open to that? Sure. Amazing. And just a gentle reminder as we move into the meditation to stay alert and aware if you're listening in your car or anywhere that you might need to stay mindful of your surroundings. So we'll start just by finding a comfortable position. Just let yourself kind of root down. And then if it feels safe, go ahead and close down your eyes. And just start to become aware of the breath. Just the inhale through the nose and the exhale through the mouth. Just letting the shoulders drop. Letting yourself sink down into what's beneath you. And I want you to start to tap into that fear that you were feeling about going into work. That fear of having to be that superhero. And just let it be there without judging it or needing to make it go away. And start to pinpoint where in your body you're feeling it. Maybe it's in your chest, maybe it's in your shoulders, but anywhere that it feels like it's holding on. And then from that space, start to imagine almost like it was a balloon then you could breathe into that balloon, watching it expand outward. And then with each exhale, just watch that balloon deflate. And with each out breath, just let it settle, releasing a little bit of its hold. if there's any thoughts that are coming into your mind right now, just let them be present. You don't need to judge them, but just let them settle as you redirect the attention back to that breath, back to the growing and the shrinking. And then from here, begin to, within your mind, imagine yourself at work, in this new space. And start to allow for yourself to be present to that feeling of pushing yourself too much, 
imagining yourself getting to a space where you started to need to be that superhero. Start to feel what that feels like in your body. Start to feel into that anger and resentment that has tended to show up at those times. And as you watch yourself in that position, allow for yourself to almost become a gentle parent to you. Taking yourself and putting a hand on your shoulder and from this space looking in what are the words that you need to tell this stressed out superhero to remind them that they can pull back that they're worthy that no amount of effort or accolades is going to prove their worth. Just let those weird words get clear. Let that feeling of comfort and care being extended to yourself be present. And then draw that attention just back to the breath. Back to an awareness of the space around you. The sounds, the smells, the taste, the touch. And when it feels right, go ahead and flutter your eyes open. Just take in the space. What were the words that you chose to say to yourself? You're doing a good job, even just by showing up. Ooh. How does it feel to say that? Sounds weird saying it out loud, <laughs> but uh, but that really is what just what I kept feeling. It's like, just you showed up. You're here. You're trying. And right now, that's you know, that's good enough. Mm. You don't have to be perfect. I like that. When's the last time you said that to yourself? Never. (laughs) (laughs) So this is really a moment for you to have a turn of the page, to be able to look at yourself every morning and just remember that you're doing enough. How would it feel to, in that check-in, where you're doing your emotional and mental and physical and spiritual check-in to be able to add into that mantra. Do you want to say it one more time? (laughs) No, I think I'm good. (laughs) It's important. It's going to feel, it's going to feel foreign and phony at first, because again, you would never say that to yourself, but this is your chance to really rewrite all of that learning, and to start to believe. Because if your best friend, the person you care about the most, was in the same situation as you, what would the advice be that you would give to them? 
Don't strive so hard to be perfect. It sounds like that's the words that you need to hear. That perfection is not a requirement of a well-lived life. That all that's required of you is just to, to show up, to be the amazing person that you are, and to know that you're worthy without having to prove yourself. So knowing we started out trying to find tools and ways and a little bit of a, a gentler way to approach moving into this new job. How are you feeling now? Ready, equipped. Is there anything that I can do to hold you accountable for this or to support you? Uh, keep checking on me when, when we have our meetings. Uh, make sure that I'm not overdoing it. I mean, support me. You already support me every week just by being awesome. So just keep doing what you're doing. (laughs) Okay. Amazing. And that's already a sign of vulnerability in action, being able to say to somebody, please check in on me. And I'm more than happy to do that. What'd you learn about yourself today? Being vulnerable is scary, but it's okay. Uh, I didn't break or fall apart. Um, that I have tools. Sometimes I need to be reminded that I have those tools already. Yeah. I mean, I didn't do anything today. These were all tools that you had at your disposal. We just had to remind you that you've got them. You've got these things to lean into. Anything else before we wrap up today? Anything else you want to remind yourself of or go over? I want to try to say it again. I showed up. And that makes me good enough. I showed up. I like it. All right. We'll keep showing up. I'm excited to hear how everything goes. And I'm excited to continue to give you that accountability and to check in on you. Sounds good. I'm continually impressed and inspired by how strong people can be in the face of adversity. And I hope that today's session inspired you to start to look at your own life and see where you're trying too hard to be a superhero. And hopefully you gained a few ways to start leaving the cape at home and remind yourself that your worthiness comes not from proving yourself and stretching yourself to the point of return, but from simply being you. Just by showing up, you are enough. So we'll end this episode as we begin. Taking a deep breath in and breathe out. Let it all settle. Go take care of yourself. Oh, and it's always helpful, if you want, to rate, review, and subscribe to Letting It Settle with Michael Gallion, wherever you get your podcasts. And go ahead and follow me and the show on TikTok at CoachMichael1 and Instagram, Michael.Gallion. And I will see you next week. And also, just a reminder that I'm a huge proponent of taking charge of your mental health. And that means seeking advice from professional therapists, counselors, psychologists, physicians, and other qualified professionals. My teachings are meant to help you find a space of calm amidst the storm, but if you're experiencing ongoing mental health challenges, I want you to make sure that you seek help from a licensed professional. And remember that nothing that's said within this podcast should be seen as a substitute for their advice. 
Letting It Settle with Michael Gallion is executive produced by Michael Gallion, Steve Wilson, David Henning, and Shen Yin Hu. Hosted by Michael Gallion. Original music and composition by Darren Johnson. Edited by Sarah Ma. Letting It Settle with Michael Gallion is a Q-Code production. I'm Doug Bobst, host of the Adversity Advantage. Join us as we explore inspiring stories of individuals who conquered adversity and turned it into triumph. But we're more than just stories. We bring you insights from experts in neuroscience, mental health, and wellness. Our goal is to share firsthand accounts of overcoming addiction, personal transformation, and making adversity work for you. What sets us apart? It's simple. We don't just share journeys. We provide actionable lessons for your life. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts and start turning your trials into triumphs with the Adversity Advantage today. Whether you're in a relationship, single, or recently heartbroken, you could be navigating some tough stuff. And it really can be challenging to do this on your own. We all need help when it comes to our relationships, very specifically, our love lives. I'm Jillian, and each week on my podcast, Jillian on Love, I share skills on how to strengthen our relationships, how to build a stronger sense of self, and how to heal heartbreak and choose better partners. Learn how to start making change today and search for Jillian on Love wherever you're listening now. $5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus.